Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 2021 has been a weird year for video games so far. There have been few outright stinkers, even less disappointments, and it feels that in the vacuum of all the big hitters being pushed to next year and beyond, all of the titles that would usually occupy underrated lists have been awarded more time to shine. Still, there have been a few bonafide underrated gems in the first half of the year, and these are the ones you absolutely need to check out. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are the 8 most underrated video games of 2021 so far. Number 8, Little Nightmares 2. Coming four years after the surprise Smash original, Little Nightmares 2 didn't really make the same impact. Despite being home to a whole range of improvements and enjoying solid reviews, it quickly slipped out of the conversation. And that's a shame too, because the horror sequel builds upon the haunting atmosphere of the original in some pretty gnarly ways. The differing environments of the game's pale city are always a joy to explore. Though I guess joy isn't necessarily the right word if we're talking about horror. Whether you're in demented classrooms patrolled by snake-necked demon teachers or booby-trapped shacks. While the general structure of the follow-up remains similar to that of the first, yet again you control a young child with their face hidden as you explore this twisted storybook reality and avoid its myriad of deadly beasties, the fluidity of the gameplay is really what makes the title excel. It's often just simple platforming and puzzle solving, but there's a great sense of weight and purpose to the movement that makes you feel part of this world and, consequently, part of the horror. With the studio saying they're done with the franchise from now on, there's never been a better chance to savour the experience. Number 7, The Medium. Blooper Team are proving to be a pretty divisive studio as of late. Excelling primarily in first-person horror games, genre fans have either religiously played every new release or written off their efforts as cheesy tall tales that constantly fall short of the mark. It is undeniable that the team has become more confident with each project though, and the medium is easily their most creative work yet. This time around, the developer has swapped out its regular first-person perspective for a third-person 90 survival horror throwback. In the medium, you take control of Marianne, a medium, hence the title, gifted with the ability to travel between the human world and the world of the supernatural. This power of hopping between planes of existence factors into the gameplay as well, as you solve puzzles simultaneously across various different versions of the same levels. It's definitely experimental, but for the most part it results in pretty tight and imaginative puzzles. Even better, controlling two characters at the same time via split screen is surprisingly intuitive. Like a way out a few years ago, it's cool to see a developer take something as simple as a split-screen framing and then forefront it, using the conventions of video games in interesting and new ways. Is it perfect? No, of course not. The stealth sequences kinda suck, the ending is certainly something, and it doesn't quite sustain its momentum for the long haul, but as an early next-gen Xbox showcase, it's more than worth trying. Number 6. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World Complete Edition 
I've tried to keep remasters and re-releases limited this year, but Scott Pilgrim vs. The World Complete Edition is a special case. That's because, rather than just a handy little re-release for people who no longer own an Xbox 360 or PS3, this launch actually saved the brawler from obscurity entirely. Due to licensing issues, the title was pulled from storefronts previously, remaining unaccessible for years as players and fans badgered publisher Ubisoft to bring it back. Fortunately, their prayers were eventually answered, and now this excellent and underrated side-scroller can finally be picked up with ease. In what's fitting of a game that became an obscure cult classic based on a beloved movie that sadly was a box office bob Scott Pilgrim vs. The World Complete Edition similarly dropped to only the joy of the hardcore fans, with everyone else pretty much not even realising that it came out at all. And that's such a shame, because this is easily the best version of the beat-em-up that you can get. A loving ode to the 8-bit days of yore, Ubisoft's title has a whole host of personality, from the colourful sprites to the brilliantly translated music. Any Scott Pilgrim fan and owes it to themselves to try it out, and hey, why not get it just in time for the movie's delayed 10-year anniversary celebrations later on this year? Number 5. Oddworld Soulstorm one of the strangest PlayStation properties to receive a hardcore fanbase, a return to Oddworld has been anticipated since the release of the absolutely stellar remake New and Tasty in 2014. Follow-up Soulstorm was set to be a much more ambitious project though. Rather than a straight remake of the next game in the series, Abe's Exodus, this was going to reinvent it, reimagining and changing the whole original, rather than simply recreating what was there previously in high fidelity. Still, once again you're taking control of Madokan Abe, moving through 2.5D stages in the pursuit of liberating others of your kind while avoid getting drilled with bullets. While it received a lot of pre-release hype, the reviews weren't overwhelmingly positive at launch. And you can see why as well, as Soulstorm is very much a game indebted to 90s and early 2000s design, for better or worse. That means you're going to come up against a lot of headaches that you haven't seen for a long time, including some pretty infuriating checkpointing that can suck the life out of certain sections as you try, try, and then try them again. It's rougher than it should be, sure, but Soulstorm is still charming. For of personality and a fun platformer at heart. The stages themselves can be grand and visually impressive, and commanding the hapless Abe in the pursuit of revolution is always a worthy goal. Number 4. Outriders as the old saying goes, you only get one chance to make a good first impression. Unfortunately for Outriders, its launch was essentially the equivalent of meeting your girlfriend's parents for the first time after a pretty heavy day session where you've forgotten your clothes and haven't quite washed off the alcohol from your breath. No, this can't be an experience exclusive to me, someone else must have done it. Tangent aside, put simply, the launch wasn't good, it wasn't good at all. Bugs and extensive server issues kept fans who ponied up full price for the looter shooter from even playing the game on launch weekend, and it was so bad that the developers actually had to apologise multiple times, and for good reason. Outside of those issues though, Outriders is a surprisingly solid shooter. Now, just like most people I have had my fill of these Division by way of Destiny grindfests, this release at least has a bit of creativity on show. The weapons and powers are varied, the combat is as stellar as you'd expect from the devs behind Bulletstorm, and it does boast some pretty decent visuals on next-gen machines. It's probably not going to change your mind on this specific subgenre of shooter, but if you're after a fun power trip to play through with friends, you could do much, much worse. Number 3. Neo Replicant version 1.22, etc, etc, etc. 
Nia Automata was a surprise hit when it dropped in 2017, so much so that some players didn't even realize it was a sequel to an original game. And that's because the original title, Nia, didn't make anywhere near as much of a splash back in 2010. While most agreed that conceptually and thematically it had a lot going for it, Nia was criticized for its uninspired combat and padded missions that resulted in long stretches between the flourishes of genius that were in there. Put simply, it was a game that would have benefited from more tinkering, which is exactly what it received when a remake, Nia Replicant version 1.2, released earlier this year. The title casts you as the brother of a dying girl called Yona. In the original, you're actually her father, as you search high and low for a cure to the Black Scroll epidemic. Along the way, you'll experience the kind of dark humor and pathos you'd expect if you played Nia Automata, alongside the intense creativity and originality that made the sequel such a resonant piece of work. The improved combat doesn't quite match the variety and impact of Automata, but it's still enjoyable and stylish, and sustains your interest as the story extends into the tens of hours. The improvements made here over the original make it much more accessible to a mainstream audience, while the wit and charm at the heart of the title does remain as quirky as ever. Number 2. Returnal Originally, I wasn't even going to put Returnal on this list, but then I saw that it didn't quite hit with fans as much as it did with critics. Now, Metacritic is certainly not a barometer to assess an entire population by, but it was surprising that it only just crept over 7 out of 10 for player reviews. And 7 out of 10 for a game like this is totally damning in my opinion. Dropping you on a mysterious alien planet that resets every time you die, the roguelike features 6 distinct biomes and a whole bunch of creatures along the way that want your blood. Developers Housemark have always been adept in creating gripping, stylish combat loops, and this is absolutely no different. With a variety of weapons to master and level up, you're forced to engage in dense bullet hell combat encounters that never let up in terms of tension. It's difficult, yes, but so rewarding to overcome the challenges lurking within. Throw on top some sweet, sweet cosmic horror, and you've got one of the most purely engaging games of the year. Number 1. Mundon Coming out of nowhere earlier this year, hand-drawn horror game Mundon is one of the most original titles released so far in 2021. It tells the spooky tale of a man returning to his village in the Swiss Alps after receiving a note informing him that his grandfather has died in a barn fire. Like all notes in horror games though, it tells him that everything is fine and totally normal and that he shouldn't bother making the trip for the funeral arrangements because everything is just good. Don't do it. Please don't come. Of course though, the man does. And you pick up as him as you explore the countryside, investigate your grandfather's house, and try to figure out why a mysterious man with a cane keeps appearing in waking dreams. European horror like this is rarely authentically captured in the gaming space, but everything in Mundon, from its Swiss-German-speaking cast to the haunting and sometimes hilarious hand-drawn visuals, is steeped in engrossing folkloric horror. It's a truly unique aesthetic that's bolstered by surprisingly engaging gameplay, as you explore the village and shield yourself from figures that patrol the area once night falls. Sadly, it's not the most polished game you'll play all year. Combat can be extremely frustrating with inputs not registering that result in your death, while some of the puzzles can take a while for you to get your head around. Likewise, there are a few performance issues that stop it being a smooth experience. Still, you have to remember, most of this was created by only one developer, and those issues certainly don't take away from the charm, appeal, and genuine excitement to be found. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.